Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into our daily spiritual practice of tarot, coming to you now from Nova Scotia on a rainy, rainy day, which I gotta be honest, I love. I love a rainy day. Um, Obviously, any kind of weather over and over, uh, not fun, but it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. And uh, one of the things I'm actually really loving about being out here at the moment is that I've been doing these podcasts um, the same day I'm posting, which when I was in BC, I was doing one in the morning, but then posting it the next day because I wanted to be able to schedule them out early um, for some early risers for different time zones that were ahead of me. Meaning, you know, when it was 7 a.m. for me, it was actually 8, 9, 10, 11 a.m. for the rest of, you know, North America. where the majority of my listeners right now are, although I'm seeing some international people. So hello, if you are international, so amazing, international to me, I mean, um, of course. And so, um, and so that just made sense because I wanted them out around the 5am mark, um, my time, and I was not going to get up for four o'clock in the morning to do tarot. That's just like a little too early for me. (laughs) I am an early riser, but not that early. And so now that I'm on the East Coast, actually, um, four or five o'clock is eight and nine a.m. here. So I'm already up. I usually get up around 630 and uh, have some water and make some coffee. So now I've been been able to sit down in the morning and do some tarot with the puppies here. Uh, Belle's here too, but she's kind of taken over a different aspect of the house uh, because she is not used to dogs yet. And uh, But I'm out front looking out the window and I've got a slightly snoring uh, little shih tzu dog named Toby, kind of half snoring next to me, and a cute other little shih tzu dog um, named Duncan, who's in the big chair in front of the window. So just kind of soaking up uh, these mornings. <clears throat> and my partner is off work this week while I sort of settled in. And so he'll be up soon. And, uh, but next week, house to myself in the mornings. So all this to say, I'm really enjoying, um, being able to do these. Um, of course, if I make plans for weekends and things like that, I always just batch a few, um, or I'll do, um, two or three on a Friday morning. So I do like to keep tarot fairly close to the thing, the timeline uh, that I'm pulling for. So I'm not, I'm never quite as satisfied if I sit down and pre-record five. By the time the fifth one comes out, I want to pull a different energy for the day. It no longer feels aligned. I think it can be, but 
my feeling for my own personal practice is it's not quite as present as I want it to be. Um, and, but as a podcaster who will take holidays and, and things like that, um, obviously I'm going to do it from time to time. I think they're actually still valuable when I go back and listen. One of those things with tarot or I think any daily spiritual practice or self-clearing practice or energetic tapping into something larger than us, whether it's a relationship or uh, your purpose or source, God, universe, those sort of things, astrology, is it, I think presence brings something special to it, that when we are tapping into it very close to the timeline of what's going on or the intention of what we're looking at, um, it's, it's just so helpful. And presence itself, I think, is a spiritual trait. It's a spiritual value. And um, so <laughs> that's a little bit about where I'm at today. Where are you at? Um, what are you experiencing? What are you feeling? What are you enjoying today? Uh, what are you really loving today? Uh, what's making you feel good? Um, <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear that. All right. So with that, let's get into our tarot read of self-abandonment and self-returning um, for my folks who, you know, can forget themselves in relationships or, um, you know, are trying to bring a spiritual element to the way they grapple with codependency on the daily. <clears throat> so our self-abandonment card today is the Five of Swords. And our self-returning card today is the Knight of Cups. So Five of Swords and Knight of Cups. If you have a tarot deck and you're at home or somewhere and you have some space, you can always uh, bring these cards out of your deck and take a look at them. See what they look like in your deck. All right. So right away with this energy, there's a feeling here of some kind of messy, tense um communication especially once that's really rooted in the head it, it you know five of swords the way we abandon ourselves with five of swords is actually very vast um so i can never talk about every possibility but when i see it with the knight of cups it is about having a lot of tension when we move towards our love, our loved ones, our relationship, people we're in romantic relationships with, people we're in friendships with, that we can bring an air of tension to the situation, that we can bring um, an energy with us that has the potential to separate rather than you know, pursue or bring together or romance. And <clears throat> Five of Swords is air energy. And this tells us that the tension, the, I always think of someone who in their head is, is planning every little thing. 
you know, because swords is very much our thoughts and five is kind of a transition point that doesn't feel good. Um, usually in our growth process, there is a moment when things kind of have to hit the fan, <laughs> when things have to break apart. Um, some people call this a little bit of a bottom, like hitting bottom. Some people, you know, call this a, an act of source, an act of God, some sort of thing that comes out of life happens, doesn't feel good, but it forces you to realize you need to make a transition. You need to make a change uh, that you can't continue on this way, but you kind of have to get to a point where it feels difficult first. And the five of swords is really a card that says, you know, what are your thoughts behind driving, you know, this kind of tension? And what are your, your beliefs that are driving this tension? And in that, how does it start to color the way you're speaking? Uh, when it comes to getting what you want, um, or getting your needs met, or forcing certain outcomes, especially when it comes to your love life. And so the five of swords is, is really often denoting someone who's gotten really caught in their head and caught in a mindset of, if I do this, they'll do this. If I do that, they'll do that. And a little bit of that kind of trying to be the person who positions everyone in their life and who, in essence, manipulates what they say um, in order to not necessarily always get things their own way, but the five of swords holds an energy of being right, being correct, and that often we can cause um, issues, and we can cause hurt, and we can cause divide in our relationships when we prioritize being right, being correct in conversation. And um, this can this can really have us not just lose a little bit of our self when it comes to things like tenderness and kindness and um, any kind of quality or value you hold. Um, around being an open person or being a kind person. And it can also have us experience a lot of loss of belonging in our relationships because that tension is hard to hold. And the Five of Swords say, say that there will be a divide created when one person allows their thoughts and logic to come out in really sharp words or really sharp judgments of people and other people are turned off by this or it causes um, arguments and tiffs and things like that and that forcing forward that happens when we um, really need to be right but more than that really need to prove ourselves 
you know, the, the underlying situation with someone and I speak from personal experience as someone who's trying to be right is to prove themselves in some way. And so usually this card denotes trying to prove um, that we are good enough. We are smart enough. We are communicative enough. Uh, we, are, you know, all of these things. And um, the underlying goal there is approval, belonging, and yet this sort of tension, this sort of action that is created out of this tense mindset and belief about yourself that you have to prove yourself comes through and it actually ends up moving you farther away from that belonging and people looking at you in a good light. And I actually don't think having people look at you in a good light is ever a worthy goal. <laughs> um, but to have real, um, kind, caring uh, relationships is. Um, you don't always need people to look at you and think well of you in order to have a good life. Um, but we do need to be kind and we do need to watch where we are constantly trying to prove ourselves. And the five of swords says, especially, especially when it comes to the way we talk to people and the way we manipulate things to show off, you know, ourselves in order to build our ego up in order to try to build that belonging. It's a very strange thing when we think that if we're right, people will like us. If we're smart, people will like us. If we have a lot of intellectual learning to share about a topic, people will like us. When usually, actually, that stuff will come out naturally. And it's often not as needed as you just being you. So how do we come back from this? Well, this is Knight of Cups energy for self-returning. And Knight of Cups, all the knights pursue. They pursue something. They move towards things. Uh, they actually go out into the world and practice um, their, their knighthood. They, you know, this is really about being able to practice being able to take little bits of action. And with the Knight of Cups, he is just drenched in cup energy. So the Knight of Cups is emotionally in tune and he's emotionally driven. Um, and so he's out in the world pursuing from a really emotional space. And the Knight of Cups is often pursuing relationship and often pursuing love and that heart fulfillment that comes from love and belonging and even romance and passion as well. Um, there's such a good place where in the five of swords, you know, there's no even inkling that a romance happened in that card. Um, which is interesting because a lot of people see it um, because there's three people on the swords and there's a rift, a lot of people can read the five of swords um, in kind of a pop tarot way as um, as like adultery, um, as, 
you know, uh, someone cheating on someone, right? Three people, everyone getting hurt. Uh, one person being selfish <laughs> um, and, and doing the hurting. And that's just a really kind of pop tarot divination way to read that. Um, but the my point is there's such a stark contrast that in the Five of Swords, you would never know that. You cannot see love in that card. You cannot see romance in that card. But the Knight of Cups, you can uh, people call him in tarot the the pop tarot, the divinatory tarot you might see online um, that I feel is is often more fun than thoughtful, um, and that's okay as long as you're there for the fun. Um, but it it's this card of the stereotype of the knight in shining armor who pursues love and pursues the thing he loves and the people he loves and is really run by emotion kind of to all costs sometimes um and he's got some shadow sides here this is about you know we we don't need love and romance to live up to an ideal that that actually keeps us chasing romance instead of creating romance. Um, and so there is something there, but the Knight of Cups um, is a messenger. You know, in in the deck I'm looking at, there's, there's an envelope uh, that has a heart on it. And this just really denotes that the weight to come back from being the person in conversation who's trying to manipulate people to like you, who's trying to always be right, who's holding tension with their partner around talking, um, kind of walking on eggshells, the person who deep down believes um, they're not good enough and they're not worthy enough. And so it comes out in ways that are trying to force people to to like you to have you belong to them um this says that none of that is needed um that the way to create love is to move in loving ways to have a heart that is set i always call it mindset and heart set so instead of your mindset supporting love our heart set is and we begin to practice with the Knight of, of Cups to move through the world, letting our heart lead us and letting our words and our messages to people be about the love and the bond that we want to create with them and not how we want to look to them, not how we want to be perceived by them and that we are actually willing to show up to our people to reach out with love. You know, if there's somebody um, that you need to reach out to today and send a message of love, this is a good day to do it. Messages of love today. And leading with our heart today and practicing what does it mean to already believe I belong and so move, you know, with a loving step towards people today. Um, just a really great day to send that text message to someone you've been connecting with, to sit and listen without proving what you know about a topic, to, um, to kind of lay down the arguments 
and laid down the the tension of communicating and maybe get into your body and move with love move with romance you know um, have the hugs and have the kisses and things like that with people uh, with your partner for sure but even with friends you know give a friend a hug today if you can um, send those messages of love lead with your heart lay down the tension um, yeah really pursue pursue a, with a clear heart today all right so that is what I have for you I still have a little dog um, kind of snoring beside me if you can hear him I don't know if you can um, but so sweet all right so that's what I have um, I will leave it at that and we will see you again tomorrow for our daily spiritual practice of tarot I care about you thanks for joining me at home and uh, I'll see you then bye now Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.